Welcome back to the firms. I'm Sarah. And I'm Elizabeth. Um, we haven't recorded in a while. Yeah. Um, so we're recording this and the episode's coming out tomorrow. Literally. In in about fourteen hours. Yeah. So when you're hearing this, it'll remember we've recorded it very this recently. Was Thursday night. At ten fifteen. So and the audio might sound a little different because we're testing something out again. Yeah. Um, maybe by next week we can figure it out. I'm wondering if we should use your computer instead. Maybe. Like, I wonder if it'd make a difference. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. I mean, I, we keep saying that. And what is this, like, episode 11, 12? 12, Cause it's been 12 cause Soren, weeks. Soren was 10, 10 and then we, we had 11. So and then it was 12. 12. Wow. <laughs> so, um, what have you been up to? Um, just school, going to class. We're in our third week of school right now. We are. Um, also, I was wrong last week when I told you. Not last, last week? I have no idea. I cannot. There's no. I, have, I don't even I don't know. know. Like, when did we record that? The week before last. Because you went to New York. Yeah, so it, ha- well, it was, it was before it New was, York. Wasn't it the, Wednesday, the Monday or Wednesday? It literally doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> so I actually lied when I said that I only um, I only had five cla- six classes or whatever. I actually have two online classes Oh, that I forgot about. I have two online and two in person. I think I forgot about only one of my online. Anyway. Not that. Not that it really matters, but I just feel like I should clear it up. Um, anything else you've been up to? Um. You're going to a concert on Sunday? I am going to a concert on Sunday. Liz and I are going to go see Zach Bryan. That'll be fun. In, um. Up, Up in Tennessee. In, yeah. Yeah, it's in Franklin and, um. It's going to be Liz, myself, and one of her friends. I think y'all, y'all are going to have fun. I think so, too. I think it'll be... It's going to be a different vibe kind yeah. of concert, definitely. It's in an amphitheater, um, which I've never been to, like, an amphitheater concert. Um, acoustics and sounds are usually really good because how they sit. Yeah. So um, you should have a good time. I'm excited. It's like an outdoor uh, rain or shine event. So Ooh. Hope it doesn't rain. I've never been to a rain so. event. Well, we went to that Phoebe concert. Yeah. But, like, it didn't rain while we were, like, while she was singing. Yeah. And I think is like, if it weren't lightning at that concert, we would have sat out there in the rain. That's also true. Coin is um, a band that just came to Avondale not too long, a couple weeks ago. And they, it, like, poured down during their set. And, um... They like they played their top hits and mm-hmm. then left. Man. They were like, Alright, bye guys. It's raining. Peace out, Birmingham, and then they left. <laughs> so that was like, are you really rain or shine if you leave when it's raining? And I think so. T. Um what else? You, nothing else you've been up to? I have been I mean banned, I think is the only thing. That's true. It's been recruitment season for my my sorority, sorority, which I am the, the vice president of membership, which has been kind of crazy because, like, I went from... Are you allowed to talk about this kind of stuff? I just can't tell any, like, Sh- secrets. Sorority <clears throat> secrets. Yeah, which, I mean, none of it's, like, so we have recruitment events that we've been doing since, um, 
the week of band camp. Okay. And um, tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, but Saturday, we have uh, formal interviews, which is where any any like marching band members who are interested in becoming a sister. So not me. Like interview. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you were in at least one like band class, then you could do it. I think y'all should just make an exception and let single-handedly me in. Only you. Only I, me. I'll probably I can talk to him about it, but, but I like, don't know. <laughs> my roommate's kind of fun and fresh and nice. Yeah. She'll be a fun time. Yeah. Um, That's going to be an all-day event. That's kind of icky. Yeah, it starts at 3, and it'll go until... We, mm. Like, we have to finish interviewing everyone, and... Um, By, like, a certain time, or it's just, like, when you finish? Just whenever. Well, everybody gets, like, 15 minutes. Okay. And then after that, then we'll, like discuss everybody and then we'll work out like bid stuff anyway um but that'll be fun and then I have to start teaching the secrets and stuff and <laughs> that's first kind of scary because yeah. also like I have to I have to not only like learn the information but be able to teach it and mm-hmm. make it digestible and like make it not overwhelming yeah but I mean, I'm excited. I I really am excited, so. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to, Sarah? Well, my life's pretty little crazy. What's that sound that's like, welcome to my life? It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that how it goes? It's something like that. Welcome to my life. It's kind of crazy. Um, so, <laughs> last week... I went to New or over the weekend I went to New York. So Thursday, Wednesday after work, I drove home, um, like home home, and then I went and stayed with a friend, and then we probably went to sleep at like nine ten, and then woke up at two to go to the airport. Got to the airport around three thirty four in the morning, and then um, got their security. I took a quiz in the airport. Got on the plane and then touched down in New York at 8 a.m. And then we went and we went to the Statue of... This is... I've done a majority of this before, but I went to the Statue of Liberty. And then we went to, um, like, 9-11, the One World. And then we went back to the hotel and got ready to go see Mr. Styles. Um, lots of fun. Uh, and then... I had a great time. Spent way too money, much money on merch that first night. Um, sang, danced, listened to all my favorite songs, went crazy, had a cute fit, all the things. Which you should all go look at on Instagram. There's they were really cute. But there's a lot of Instagram. But, like, I always say that, like, I'm my best self in New York. Like, I think I peak in New York. I It's my favorite place to be. Um, I just love to be there. It, it's just, it's so exciting. And then um, went back to the hotel, slept hard. Like, the hardest I think I've ever slept. Well, you also had gone to... Well, this was the first night. Oh. And so then this... Then, that was Thursday night. So I flew in, no sleep, and then went to the concert. No sleep. Mm-hmm. It's, it was very much a sound. Bus, club, another mm-hmm. club, next place, plane, no sleep. Mm-hmm. It was that. Um, and then Friday, we got up eight. And then we went to, like, the Lego store, and I made myself a Lego. She's so cute. Lego Sarah. She goes everywhere. Um, And then we went to, like, the Top of the Rock. I went to the MoMA again, the Modern Art Museum. 
Um, finally visited the Empire State Building during the day, then went and ate at the High Line, and then went back to the hotel and got ready to go to the next night of concert. So mm -hmm. Friday night, went and then spent more money on merch. Uh, but then he sang medicine that night, mm -hmm. which is just like, if you don't know what medicine is, um, it's a Harry Styles song that he what, he used to sing on his first tour. Um, it was unreleased, and so it's kind of like a big deal when he sings it. And I got to experience it in Little Rock last tour, so last November. And then um, experienced it at night two at Harry, and then was like in shock. And um, then the next day went, ate, went to a couple of museums by myself, then when, um, went and I got back to the hotel and then I got ready for my third night at concert that I went to by myself mm -hmm. on alone. It was a lot of fun. I was the closest I'd been all three nights. Um, it was like second row of the lower bowl. So it's like the pit and then it's like goes me. Mm -hmm. And so I just didn't have to like go stand down there and out of yeah. seat. Um, but he sang medicine again, two nights back to back in medicine. And mind you, I did ha not have a voice by that time, but it was still iconic, fun, had a blast, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then the next day I had to come back. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Like after seeing Harry Styles three nights in a row and then the next night, next day having to wake up and then when a break, like a brunch and then get on a plane and come back here yeah mm -mm, not happy but um i had a lot of fun would do it again don't know <sighs> next time i go to new york because it was like my third time being in new york i don't want to stay near times square i don't want to go with somebody who's it's their first time and do all the touristy things um i'm i'm, I'm wanting to do different things next time i go but I, I love new york i can't wait to go back already and i can't wait to see harry styles again I'm so excited. I love him. He's a king. He is a king. And he just, he just warms my little heart. Like, I just could smile and kick my feet all day long. Ugh. I just love him. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. And so, um, if you haven't been to a Harry concert, you gotta go. You gotta go. I, yeah. We've gotta get you, go we gotta get you on the next tour. Could go to Austin. No, we I don't. Can't go to Austin. We can't go. To, I'm out of money for trips in the next couple of months. Um, next couple of years. No, not years. Because I, I'll, I, I'm, I'm ready to hit the ground running next mm -hmm. next year. But for these next last three four months, I've got to stay home. Yeah. I've got to keep myself in bed. Yeah. Yeah. A little too much go 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 here. It happens. But it's what I enjoy. I could be doing worse things. You could be spending all the money on drugs. Yeah. Literally. Oh, I saw someone do heroin on the street. It was kind of scary. And cocaine. What can you do? To each their own. To each their own. Literally. I just kept walking. Have a good day, sir. That's not what I said at all. I just... <laughs> I just walked. Um... But I guess that kind of bleeds into the drama. The drama. So I have a ton of like screenshots and things people have said and bookmark things on TikTok and Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, I'm 
I have a timeline pulled up. So, the drama. Um, if you don't know, Harry is going to be in this movie called Don't Worry Darling. That's coming out September 23rd. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. But there is a lot, and I mean a lot, of drama surrounding this film. With the cast, with the director, with the crew, with quite literally every aspect of this movie. Yeah. Um, so I guess we just dive in? Um, or is it, I'm trying to think of any, like, preliminary things that we need, that people need to know. Well, it's gonna, it starts with April 24, 2020. Well, I mean, like, any characters oh. in the story that people need to know. So, the director is Olivia Wilde, um, which is... Harry's alleged girlfriend mm -hmm. or alleged current, alleged ex, alleged whatever, but we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, do you know like everything or do you just know like high points? I think I know most of it. Okay. Like, so I, 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 but I feel like there are some holes in like what I know. Okay. So, so this is, this is. The timeline. So around, I think early 2019, this is the the movie had been announced mm -hmm. that Olivia was going to be doing it, and she was it was at the beginning stages, yada yada yada. But as of April 24, 2020, Deadline reports that Florence Pugh, Shia LaBeouf, and Chris Pine are set to star in Olivia Wilde's psychological thriller "Don't Worry, Darling." September 11, 2020, it's announced that Harry Styles were replaced. Shia LaBeouf in the feature film due to, quote, scheduling conflicts. Mm -hmm. And then in October, Don't Worry Darling began filming. Mm -hmm. There have been a bunch of, I know, complications with filming due to COVID. Um, there were several times that they had to shut down due to COVID regulations, yada, mm -hmm. yada, yada, whatever. They, people would get COVID, you know. That's two weeks that they can't do yeah, anything. Yeah, you know. But, this is where the drama starts. Yeah. Everyone's really excited. Florence Pugh's in this movie. Harry Styles is in this movie. You know, Chris Pine, Jim and Chan, Nick Kroll. A pretty good cast. Yeah. Um, but, as of November 2020, Wilde announces that she and her fiancé of seven years, Jason Sudeikis, split towards the beginning of the year. It's been amicable. And they've transitioned into a great co-parenting routine, a source told people. The children are the priority and the heart of the family's relationship. The pair share eight-year-old son, Otis, and five-year-old daughter, Daisy. So, these kids are still under ten. They don't even, like, I don't, it just feels like, well, I guess, I guess Otis may know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just feels like they don't really, they won't understand the full, like, scope of, like, what is happening right now between Jason and Olivia. Yeah, absolutely not. Do that so okay, anyway, continue with this continue. I would be so embarrassed when I'm Otis and Daisy grown up. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. So December eleventh, twenty twenty, Shia LaBeouf's two former partners, um, the Twigs and Foe Carolyn Foe, mm -hmm. um, file a lawsuit against the actor citing relentless abuse and sexual battery. Um, Twigs tweeted it may be surprising you to learn that I was in an emotionally and physically abusive relationship 
It was hard for me to process too. During and after, I never thought something like this would happen to me, which is why I have decided it's important for me to talk about it and try to help people understand that when you are under the coercive control of a, an abuser or in an intimate partner violent relationship, leaving doesn't feel like a safe or achievable option. Mm-hmm. So this breaks. And then people are like, oh, okay. Shia LaBeouf, an abuser, T. Mm-hmm. December 24, 2020, Variety reports that Shia LaBeouf was actually dropped from the film ahead of the filming due to poor behavior. According to the publication, his style clashed with the cast and crew, including Wilde, who ultimately fired him. At the time, both Wilde and LaBeouf declined to comment on the report. He is not an easy guy to work with, a source told Variety, adding that LaBeouf was off-putting. The report also makes note of Wilde's alleged zero asshole policy which will come up over and over and over again throughout the next year yeah so already there's what's a, going there's on a lot happening and this is before we're even getting in of ooh, harry yeah so then january 4 2021 and i remember this day like the back of my hand mm-hmm. TMZ reports that Wilde and Styles attended a wedding as a couple as photos of the pair begin yeah. to go viral online. According to the source that spoke to people, their relationship blossomed on the set of Don't Worry Darling. What turned out as a cl- started out as a close friendship quickly turned romantic. Everyone saw it coming. During breaks, he wasn't able to stay away and visited her trailer. Mm. I remember this because it's his manager's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was like... <gasps> Because this... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so, also, like, just to branch off, this is when he got he got a lot of backlash for not, like, wearing a mask. Correct. Yes. Right? It was like he wasn't wearing it correctly or he was doing, like, the weird bandana thing. Yeah, because yeah, like, he, he was wearing a bandana. But, like, I will say there was a point in time where he was, like, wearing one underneath a bandana. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did at that time. Not trying to defend him. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. I know because, like, people were, talk, like, th- talking about that and stuff. But then all this came out. So, as we go on, April 27, 2022, a processor, was this in April? I thought this was further. Anyways, a process server delivers custody papers, oh it is, Mm -hmm. from Wilde's ex, Jason Sudeikis, to her while she's talking about the film at CinemaCon in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Not strictly related to Don't Worry Darling, but it asks the people not getting along. But they kind of took a jump because... During that time, from 2021 when we first see Harry and Olivia to 2022, this is like during his Coachella set Mm -hmm. time, they, people are speculating, is this PR? Mm -hmm. Is this an actual relationship? What is the timeline? Because to be fair, she is 10 years older than him. She is. She's 10 years older than him, and it already seems a little icky that the power dynamic not that because the age they're very much capable adult yeah. to making their own decision they're very much but like people are like uh the the, the director and an actor yeah which like I, i'm not going to comment on that like do whatever but people already are like whoa and she has two kids and people are trying to figure out the timeline yeah. and the thing with olivia and jason's breakup is very confusing we don't know when it actually happened because then there's pictures of them and yada 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 yeah. And so, it's very confusing. Um, But between this time, like, we're seeing her at literally, like, every concert. Mm -hmm. 
she is always photographed in his clothing, mm. like his merch, oh. and just like, but no one's making a public statement about their relationship. It's just chaos after chaos after mm. chaos, and then people like I remember the infamous Italy July pictures where they're like on a yacht, and I was like, <gasps> literally devastated. Also, just to preface this, um, I think what in our first episode, mm-hmm. we talk about how much we don't like Olivia Wilde. Do we? Yeah. So, um, so Olivia has a history of like, let's saying, see if I can find something. Saying like a couple of like very fat phobic things. Um, like ableist. Ooh, we got Tumblr. <laughs> the source Tumblr. Why is Olivia Wilde problematic? She stereotype. Oh yes, I remember. She stereotyped lesbian relationships. So after mm-hmm. she had gotten out of a, one relationship before she got in with Jason, she basically said that what she's looking for is a soft and gentle kissing and scissoring relationship with a woman. Mm-hmm. Ick. It's icky. <laughs> you don't get to just choose to be lesbian once you're tired of men. Yeah. It's not... People don't choose to be... Choo- choose their sexuality as a lifestyle. Yeah. Like, if you are, like... This is me, a straight woman, speaking on the lesbian experience. But, like, if you are have only strictly dated men and you just feel that... You're tired of men. That, that maybe that's, you know... That you find women more sexually attractive, more romantically attractive, whatever. That's different than just being like, I'm tired of men, so I guess I'll go to women. Yeah. Because that's a vibe. She said she felt lonely, so she considered a relationship with a woman that is not only implying that being with a woman was her last option. And she considered it only because she felt lonely. Because of lack of a man in her life. It is also misogynistic because it is implying a woman needs a man to be happy and not feel lonely. She considered being with a woman till she finds her man, implying that a woman-on-woman relationships are only a pastime till a woman find her man and be happy. Olivia about, are you a lesbian or are you too old, said, This is a question I have never asked myself. Am I too old to be a lesbian? Which, in the eyes of lesbians, I ask. This implied that being a lesbian is a thing for young people. They found it invalidating. And then she um, called a racial joke, which was said, wait, she called a racial joke, which was calling Asians little yellow guides with little dongs, hilarious, and defended the guy who said these and said, lighten up, haters. Um, for, she, to this, she said, for the record, Ali G is a perfect gentleman. The whole thing was a hilarious and welcome surprise. Haters lighten up to this. She starred in the ableist video, um, made for World Down Syndrome Day. Um, I remember this very, it was very, ugh, it was very weird. Um, she, she said in Olivia land, when she was like, what would Olivia land be? In Olivia land, relationships can only last seven years without an option to renew. That way it never goes stale. Can you imagine if we only had seven years? We'd be so nice to each other, so kind and appreciative and enthusiastic. Like we were eating a really expensive bowl of pasta. And in Olivia land, people wouldn't cheat nearly as much because there wouldn't be the threat of spending flat forever with one bed fellow. It just wouldn't be legal. 
there's the issue of kids. Okay, this is fun. In Olivia Land, all kids go to boarding school at seven. It's like Harry Potter. She goes on to say just weird well, also, things. Also, out, her and Jason Sudeikis only dated for seven, seven years. years. Well, I guess we're engaged. I don't know. Also, I get confused. They, but they were only together for seven years. They were, they were engaged. I guess called it off. I don't know. Like, why, why propose if you're? I don't know, which, I'll be, again, this is me speaking on, on Jason, but... Yeah. Like, why why propose... Maybe she never wanted to get married. I don't know. Then why say yes? Say no. Say, say no. No. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I'm good. Thanks. Um, she compared coming out to job switching. If you're not queer, you have no right to agree or disagree to this. Just saying. We are terrified to come out, people. This is what this person is saying mm -hmm. as a queer person. Um, because people get, you know, Literally kicked out of film, killed, you know, whatever. She said, I almost feel like someone who's come out of the closet. There's this feeling of honesty about what I really want to do. And it's a level of comfort that comes with being true to yourself that I haven't felt in a long time. Job switching as a straight, white, cis woman. Mm -hmm. Comparing it to the queer experience. Yeah. Very icky. Um, she treated COVID and vaccine like a joke and called a friend's reunion her vaccine. It's official. The friend's reunion premieres May 27th on HBO Max. Could we be any more excited? This is my vaccine. Praising hand emoji. Don't really. Um, she blackfished. Do you want to see the pictures? First of all, ick. Um, she wore a, a shirt supporting um, an abuser. James Brown is hip-hop. Mm -hmm. um, then there's like this whole thing about the... I know also... Oh, she talks... Um, Olivia... This is like a post. Mm -hmm. Olivia Wilde talks tranny makeup. 60s French new wave beauty and more. Um, so... She just needs to shut her mouth. Like, literally just needs to quite this is, close her Here face. we go. Here we go. This is her quote. A strong eye and a strong lip is hard for my face. I can go tranny really fast. It's true because I have a really strong jaw. So, for me, I just have to be cognizant of the way that it transforms my face. Someone needs to punch her in a really strong jaw. And then I know there's been things about, like, just, like, difference... Um, people in Hollywood that are, you know, have been abusers or whatever that have come out about her. So, it's very interesting to me that, you know, I understand people do make mistakes mm -hmm. and they say things that they shouldn't. And I feel like cancel culture doesn't ever allow you to come back from those mistakes. Yeah. But I, there is a point to where I'm, there's not an excuse because you have to learn. Yeah. But, like, so, like, these comments, who knows how long ago they were made. Not that that's an excuse, but, like, if she... She still says problematic stuff, and we'll get into it. Yeah. And I'm like, Mr. Styles. Mm-hmm. Mr. TPWK himself. So, there's already a ton of controversy yeah. around her. Um, which, I will say, I didn't... Obviously, I didn't know about this before, like, Harry. Mm -hmm. um, because I actually really enjoyed her book, Smart Film. And, um, yeah, it's kind of questionable. So, then we get into the 2022. You know, we've seen her. She's always with Harry. Always with mm -hmm. Harry. Always with Harry. 
Um, it's quite astonishing. It's like, like, yeah, you can be in a relationship, but it's just like, it was never ending. Yeah. Never ending, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Do your relationship. But then this is where a lot of the drama starts picking up. So April 27, that's when she gets served um, the custody papers mm-hmm. at the CinemaCon. Um, so adds to, you know, people not getting along, whatever. May 2022, someone posted um, the fact that Olivia Wilde had a fake date Harry for her movie to get attention and be successful while My Policeman has everyone in Hollywood talking about it and there's a possibility that Harry will get nominated for an Oscar and they just go on and on. Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay, whatever. That's like, that's just like saying Twitter talk. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, we're already like, this is tense. And mind you, this entire time, it's very questionable because Florence Pugh is, one, very active online. Yeah. And Florence Pugh is not shared anything about Don't Worry Darling. Not a thing at no all. No movie posters, no Nothing. Instagram posts. And she's somebody who promotes her work. Yeah. All the time. Well, every time, I mean, every time you look at her story, it's always a, a new project that she's Yeah. On or something not, not a single post. Yeah. And, be, like, this is when, like, trailers are dropping and, like, mm-hmm. new stills and new movie posters. Nothing. So, we're already, like, what is going on? What happened on the set? Um, July 21, 2022, Olivia loves Florence. Loves her. She posts on Instagram, which, let's see if we can pull it up. Because um, I remember reading this, and I'm like, because we're, this was when we're like, what is going on? She goes, watching this woman work was such an effing thrill. Cannot wait to show you more. And mind you, Florence Pugh is giving nothing. Nothing. Not a single thing. Which, kind of iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, as of August 7th, uh, Wild reveals some mood boards she created for the look of the movie. They're criticized for being tiny, but of a tiny bit basic again not exactly on topic but an example of the way seemingly every bit of press for this movie seems to backfire august 11th as the press tour for the movie ramps up fans notice that florence Pugh is basically absent her representative says she's in budapest shooting for dune 2 and isn't posting much online bolstering the rumor that she and olivia are in a feud Despite Wilde repeatedly complimenting Pew on social media and in the press, she's extraordinary. She's clearly the most exciting young actress working today. Pew doesn't interact with any of Wilde's posts and has so far promoted the movie on Instagram only once. A basic generic teaser, I think out of obligation that she had to. Mm-hmm. There's also around this time a rumor that Pew gets getting paid less for the movie than Styles, but everyone commented and said that that wasn't true. Um, this is the first time we hear Pew, uh, Florence talk about Don't Worry Darling. Because she was dating Zach Braff, Mm -hmm. which has a lot of overlap too. Um, but they, I think, split and she says this about Don't Worry Darling. When it's reduced to your sex scenes or to watch the most famous man in the world go down on someone, it's not why we do it. It's not why I'm in this industry. Obviously, the nature of hiring the most famous pop star in the world, you're going to have a conversations like that. That's just not what I'm going to be discussing because this movie is bigger and better than that. And the people who made it are bigger and better than that. So, you know, glad she said it because how many times had Olivia Wilde up to this point, like, used just Harry's name to promote mm-hmm. the movie yeah. or promote the sex scenes or she constantly talks about how a man does an orgasm in this movie and it's all about women, 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 women. Mm-hmm. And mind you, all of this feels very performative. Mm-hmm. It's like 
we don't know what we're getting at. Yeah. So, we're, uh, Florence is like, well, I'm not going to sit here and just talk about the sex scenes. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Because the movie's about more than just the sex scenes. Yeah, like, what? And, like, it's this is, like, she, I feel so bad because, like, Florence is supposed to be, like, the star of this movie. Mm-hmm. She's the front woman. She is the leading actor. It's not, she's not a supporting actress. Yeah. Like, Harry is the supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Like, we, the people need to, like, understand that. Um, on August 24, 2022, Wild Talks of Verity, the missing rumors of a feud saying, tabloid media is a tool to pit women against one another and to shame them. She also describes the departure of Shia LaBeouf thusly. His process was not conductive to the ethos that I demand in my production. He has a process that, in some ways, seems to require a combative energy. And I don't personally believe that is conductive to the best performances. I believe that creating a safe, trusting environment is the best way to get people to do their best work. Ultimately, my responsibility is to production and to the cast to protect them. That was my job. Two days later, (laughs) Shia LaBeouf tells Variety that he quit the film due to lack of rehearsal time. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf claims that he and the director spoke about his quitting together and that after a conversation the night before he officially left, Wilde texted him, thanks for letting me know, letting me in on your thought process. I know this isn't fun. doesn't feel good to say no to someone and I respect your honesty. I'm honored you were willing to go there with me for me to tell a story with you. I'm gutted because it would have been something special. I want to make it clear how much it means to me that you trusted me. That's a gift I'll take with me. The actor also sent the video that Wilde sent him during all of this, mm-hmm. which she refers to uh, Florence as Miss Flo and seems to confirm that the actors did not get along. I feel like I'm not ready to give this up yet. I'm too, I am too heartbroken and I want to figure this out. I think this might be a bit of a wake up call for Miss Flo. Wild continues, adding, If she really commits, if she really puts her mind and heart into it at this point, and if you guys can make peace and I respect your point of view, I respect hers, but if you guys can do it, what do you think? Is there hope? So basically, all this comes out. Do you have the text messages also? No, I don't. Wait, I might might be able to pull them up um, because I have a lot of screenshots. I'm just giving this basic timeline before we start digressing. Um, Because because at this point, Florence had she had there was a death in her like immediate either friend circle. I think it was a friend circle. So she was out. So she was gone. Which is understandable. And I also think that Shia LaBeouf is he's like kind of a method actor. He very much is, I think. Yeah, and so he you know, feels that in his process of mm-hmm. understanding the character, he's got to really, like, get into that character. But mind you, Olivia said she let him go because it was not what, working well. So when she's it, a liar. When she, there's video proof that she's like, Shia, Shia, Shia. Like, she's what like, a, please come back. back. Like, we can work this out. And, like, being like, you literally didn't fire him because you didn't yeah. like him. He actually quit on you. And yeah. then you wanted him to stay. And then when he said no... You got Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on August 26th, the rap also reports that Pew will limit her press for the film to the Venice Film Festival, though this has not been confirmed. And then um, August 31st, the Associated Press publishes an interview with Wilde in which she, in which the director, director admits that she was upset about having to cut some sex scenes from the Don't Worry Darling trailer. 
The motion picture association came down hard on me in the trailer at the last second and I had to cut some shots which I was upset about because I thought it took it up to another notch. But of course we still live in a society that um, I do not think that the lack of eroticism in American film is kind of, oh I do think that the lack of eroticism in American film is kind of new. And then she goes on to talk about then when it comes to female pleasure, it's something that we just don't see very often unless you're talking about queer cinema. You know, it's interesting because in a lot of queer films, the female characters are allowed to have more pleasure. Audiences aren't as puritanical as corporations think they are, and yet people get upset. I mean, people are upset with me already over this. I think it's a testament to the film. We want to be provocative. The idea is not to make you feel safe. Hmm. And then we get to the Venice Film Festival. Mm -hmm. And also, I have the text messages. Oh, read the text. Okay, so this is the week of July 6th to the 10th of 2020. Um, and these text conversation, this text conversation is between Florence and um, Shia LaBeouf talking about how she's not going to be there. Um, and at this point, the, the week of July 6th to the 10th, they had not met in person and had never rehearsed together. So she says, this is... Shia, these are screenshots from Shia LaBeouf's phone talking about the conversation. So, Florence says, sadly, I can't come to the rehearsal on Saturday as my friend died last Sunday and we're going to do a small memorial. So, apologies that I won't be there for the first meet and greet. Maybe we can do a FaceTime and chat through some stuff. And she said, or could uh, try hang with Olivia sometime next week if that's better. And Shia likes that message. And says, no, I handle your responsibilities. We'll link when you find a window. We're working already. She says, okay, cool. But I'm honestly okay to chat. Just not Saturday, which is when the memorial mm -hmm. was going to be. Are you free tomorrow? Um, so then that's all we have from that, from that week. July 23rd and the 24th, we have um, Florence asking, how was the rehearsal yesterday? Shia says, missed you, G. She says, oh, dude, I'm so sorry, man, but I will say yesterday was so beautiful, so I'm assuming this is Sunday mm -hmm. after the memorial. the memorial. And then she says, did you read through the script? And he thumbs down, like he dis Didn't do disliked it. it. So therefore saying that they did not read through the script, or he did not read through. Then he sent her a song um, called Borders by um, St. John featuring Lenny Kravitz. And then... She sent him um, a text that says, Hey dude, how are you doing? Flew back to the UK last Saturday to tend a family member. So I've been in isolation without touch for seven days. I've been allowed this monster to sleep with though. Thanks for the song. And she had sent a picture of her dog. Um, she sent him a song that was... Um, I Can't tell. Jaycee Joy and Hope of Man, I okay. guess. And she says, Happy Day. So, they're still, like, he was fired for being combative and being angry and being aggressive, making Florence feel uncomfortable. Which, you know, could... That could have happened. Been. But at this, but at, on July 24, 2020, they've not had, like, in their text, like, she sent him a song. I think the next text is, is what is kind of telling. Yeah, so she goes... Um, soon. This is August 13th, 2020. She says, yo, you free for a chat? Just heard word about um, the shoot, and I don't know how I feel about it. Can we vent tomorrow? Can Not sure how I feel about it. Can we vent? Can we vent? Meaning that she has at least a little trust in him, 
at uh, this point where she can like say her feelings and is opening that way of communication. When there's already something within the film upsetting yeah. both of them. Mm -hmm. So here, so then she sends um, him, this is when she sends him the picture of her dog and says, here's me and my big puppy just in case you need to zoom in on the nose. Still no like arguments. So it's just all very shocking. Yeah. And then he says, um, then we're missing um, a, we're which missing my, a chunk of the conversation. Which is could be, you know, a little telling. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're missing parts. There's holes. Yeah. And Florence says, Eek, that's sad. Where did you get um, me being scared of you from? Don't be silly. I'm sorry that you feel that way. If I may be so bold that I think that... Um, you're in your own head, which I'm sure isn't a nice feeling. Of course, we can always do more talking. I reckon it's always been more of a case of waiting to see what happens with Corona, especially with the constant change of dates. Thanks for the update. Give me a date. Let's speak soon. And he asks now, and she says, hey, I have, I have five minutes. Call. So she's telling him that she doesn't feel like, she doesn't feel afraid of yeah. him. And, you know, whatever. Um, there's a picture of, there's a picture that she sent, I guess, of him not answering her FaceTime call. Mm -hmm. And she says, okay, at a family lunch, speak soon. He liked the message. She said yes or no. He said yes. He says, phone died, forgive me. Um, seems clear we have bigger problems than dates. I will back out in the morning. Every blessing. But there's, I mean, that Still. could have been... Like, smart alecky. Seems like we have bigger problems than dates. Like, um, don't worry, I'll, like, I'll leave every blessing to. You know, like, it could have been that. It doesn't feel like that. But still, even if, it's very obvious that Olivia Wilde at least lied about something. Because in this recent interview that came out, I think today or yesterday, Wilde says her dedication to a safe set was tested before cameras even rolled on Don't Worry Darling. She initially casted Shia LaBeouf, not Styles, to play Alice's husband. But during pre-production, Wilde tells me in London, Pugh told her that she was uncomfortable with LaBeouf's behavior. Wilde says she called LaBeouf herself and fired him. My responsibility was towards her. I'm like a mother wolf. Making the call was tricky, but in a way he understood. I don't think it would have been a process he enjoyed. He comes at his work with an intensity that can be combative. It wasn't, and it goes into saying mm -hmm. basically the same thing. And so, so wonder, someone on Twitter says, bro, you're literally lying. I wonder if maybe he was being combative over, like, COVID stuff. I mean, I have no idea. Which, I, obviously, this is just like, me, like, that's straight speculation. Yeah. I, like, could it have been that? Or it could have been a mix between all three of them. Like, yeah. they literally could have all just been, you know could have been a mixed communication it could have just been a mix between all of them and it just didn't work out yeah but like it's very obvious that he stepped down and then mm -hmm. we literally have that video of her being like quite literally like almost groveling for her to come back yeah um she also said in this interview that i um there's a scene in which harry kind of wears like an apron in the mm -hmm. movie and goes i brought it to him and said what do you think about wearing this and he said yeah great why I said, it's a thing to wipe your hands on, and it's also sending a message that this man isn't insecure about his masculinity. He's making himself equivalent to his wife. And then someone says, girl boss feminist discovers man who used to work in a bakery has no issue wearing aprons. 
Please. But it's like, this is where I just always kind of feel like her political stances or her knee, her like feminism, feminist stances are always very performative. Yeah. And then another thing is, um, she said in the same interview, she tells me about watching him play at a 21,000 person arena. Olivia talking about Harry. Mm -hmm. Standing next to her was Jenny Lewis, the indie rock icon who had opened the show. We were looking around, and she said, that's a lot of happy women. Wild remembers, noting that, of course, there were many men in the arena, too. I instantly started crying. Where else do we see this? Happy women. Women brought together with joy, loving each other and cheering for each other. This has been a gift to be amongst this. And then Jenny Lewis posts, what is your definition of feminism? Mm -hmm. And immediately deletes it. Mm Mm-hmm. Just adding to the fuel. Because also, like... Which makes me feel very icky because I don't feel like me and a bunch of women at a Harry Styles concert is a feminist movement. It is not me deciding in that moment to link arms with all the women around me and be like, ha ha happy as I'm supporting a rich white man. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most feminist point of my entire existence. That's really peak feminism. Yeah, like, that's where I'm at. Mm Mm-hmm. Not saying that these aren't very supportive crowds, because it is. It's one of the most open and welcoming environments I think anyone can ever be in. But it's not a time to make your feminist point. No. And so people are pissed about that. Someone tweeted today, I understand how hard it is for female directors to be taken seriously in the film industry. I've always had respect for her in that sense, but at the end of the day, she is a rich white socialite who is set out for life regardless of how this plays out. She's doing the most. Because isn't she also a nepotism baby? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, And then, let's see. Dot the Jenny Lewis thing was absolutely crazy. But let's get into the film festival. Yeah. So that happened. um, This weekend. This weekend. So September 5th is when I think they, Olivia and Harry, arrive separately. Mm -hmm. Florence Pugh doesn't do the press conference. Yeah. Type deal. But she shows up for the premiere. Which also somebody asked Olivia to like clear the air about any, um, like asks her specifically to clear the air about any like drama beef whatever and olivia just says um i'm not going to comment on it olivia um florence has been great um the internet the tabloids are it, the tabloids and the internet are like how they cover yeah and harry literally starts laughing yeah um also mind you this audio of her saying that if a movie is bad it's the director's fault yeah so we shall see. Mind you, the movie comes out in like two weeks. Uh, two weeks to this day. Yeah. Um, basically. So we have not seen it. No. But we'll, we'll, we'll recircle you this. You will know. You see. will know. Which I'm already kind of nervous because the reviews are split. And I don't know if the reviews are split because of all the, the controversy and drama mm-hmm. surrounding this. Or if it just simply is that. But also, also. you can't base a movie about like it's... Um, what is the word? No, you can't blame it on the publicity. Like, yes, you can't. You can't judge how. A but it has. Directed but it how, has something. It has yeah, influence on people's bias. Which that I mean that's true. But also like if you're really I'm, critiquing the movie to critique the movie for being a movie. Yeah. You can't let the fact that you're on 
Olivia's side or Florence's side or whoever's side mm-hmm. sway you into thinking the movie is good or bad. And which I'm already kind of nervous because I know Harry as like mm-hmm. musician, artist, singer first. And I love Florence Pugh. I think she's just a phenomenal oh, actress. She's so, good. she's so she's like captivating. Mm-hmm. Like you just it's like one of those things where like you want to watch her. Yeah. And like when she's not on the screen, you're waiting till she's back on. And to put Harry, who is a very much amateur actor, next to that is going to be terrifying because it's just like whether or not he's good or bad, it's gonna be hard to judge that based on being relative to Florence Pugh. Yeah. Also, he's got to be at least decent enough. Decent, because he signed a contract with Marvel. That's also true. I'm really excited for My Policeman. Mm-hmm. More excited for that. So, this I bookmarked in my Twitter. Screenshots. Um, someone said, how was the shit show that was Don't Worry Darling to someone who was there? Mm-hmm. It was. This was the response. It was exactly that. After earlier today, we knew it would be bad, but we didn't know how bad. I've never seen such a disorganized red carpet and i've been covering them for 20 years no one would cooperate the festival people tried their best to group them and they would have none of it florence walked in and stole the show that seemed to really piss off olivia harry looked completely lost we were left wondering what the hell is going on tonight we were told everyone but florence would be attending a meal but harry seemed to speed off in a different direction um, to understand it all, you have to be there. Olivia did not get the attention she wanted, and let's say she got the staff to organize some attention. Um, because Florence, Olivia, and Harry were all at least one person apart the entire night. Entire night. There were no, they weren't, like, I think I saw one, I saw one video of Gemma tap Harry on the shoulder as Olivia turned and, and he, he turned, turned his yeah. back on to which Olivia. I think we had talked about this is um because at, at this point we were like I was already wondering I was like what is this gonna be like are mm-hmm. they going to be like because at this point we've seen them all on top of each other for over a year and so we're like this is I'm sadly but like this is what the movie has become Mm-hmm. Not that it should be. Yeah. Like, it should be Florence's hard work, and it should be all of the cast and crew's hard work. And sadly, too, it should be Olivia's hard work. Yeah. But they've literally all painted themselves in such a poor light mm-hmm. that the narrative's flipped. And Harry has to be embarrassed. Yeah. He has to be. And if my policeman does not save him from... Sorry, that is a motorcycle outside. <laughs> I thought it was like a plane taking off. Um, if my policeman does not save him from the scrutiny that this is going to be his acting career done over over count your losses and keep on shaking your ass on stage mm-hmm. also i think i don't know like he yes he should be embarrassed by the way all this is but like i want to know what his role in this was all yeah because he, he's not innocent we don't need to just no. put the women against each other no because he is and this is coming allegedly as dating this. olivia which has had a problematic past. She I like mean, all of this. Yeah. Like consistently, like feminism, this feminism, that mm-hmm. about this film. Like when someone asked on the panel about like what the feminism movement is within this film, like Chris had said something about like, oh well, it's like very traditional, and Jimma kind of brushed it off, and then Harry said something along the lines of traditional roles and comes off very misogynistic. So it's like. What was Olivia saying that this feminist role is? Because you have yeah. 
a good female cast. That's not like that's not feminism. That's good female actors. Yes, like who not are doing their job as they should. I don't think, and this is coming as somebody who very much believes in feminism. Not everything needs to be boiled down to that. Not every yeah. time that a woman gets an opportunity needs to be some feminist stance because we're never going to leave the narrative or have equal like opportunities or equal conversations or just it does it shouldn't even be the conversation of equal. It should just be. Mm-hmm. And we're never gonna get away from that if every single time a woman is in the spotlight is a feminist stance. Yeah. I feel very charged right now. I mean how am I gonna sleep? Peacefully. Peacefully. <laughs> okay. So then I have this. Pew skipped the uh, press conference for the film earlier in the day when the audience at the Venice erupted into a four-minute standing ovation for the film. A teary-eyed Pew, who was sitting several seats away from Wilde, turned away completely from the director as she instead faced and danced with her co-star Nick Kroll. The film seemed to be well-received at Venice. The audience clapped during one of the more climatic, climactic scenes, and the ovation would have probably gone on for longer if Hugh hadn't made her way for the exit about three minutes into the clapping, prompting the rest of the cast with wild at the end to follow her. During the ovation, Harry Styles and Kroll quickly kissed on the lips. Because it was Olivia, Chris, Chris Harry, Gemma, Gemma Florence, Nick, Nick, and then whoever else. Yeah, because as I said... None of them. I like the name Gemma. I do too. It's cute. I think I would name I would name my kid Gemma. It's a cute name. It's very them, British. I am. None of them <laughs> were near each other at all the whole night. Like Harry, there were a few times I think like Harry kind of leaned back behind Chris and said like told Olivia after like when everyone's having like good job and she said thanks and he like turned around mm-hmm. and then but like on the carpet like, nothing, nothing. nothing. And then that I was would awesome. even like even have you presume that they had been in a year-long Also, too, I think, you know, because everyone was expecting what was going to happen, I would have been embarrassed. Even if we're like, y'all don't bring a lot of attention to yourself, it brought more attention than anything. It should have been better handled than that if they're still together. Um, which she hasn't been to any shows in New York after the Shia LaBeouf stuff. So I'm wondering if after all that came out, he was like, what? And then ended it but i mean all of this is speculation and alleged so we shall see how this continues to play out yeah and i another thing harry did an interview who did harry do an interview with when this like, oh like one. rolling stone or yeah. whoever it was and basically said that he has never publicly had a relationship with anybody yeah if i was in a relationship for that extended amount of time and i was not like not that i need to be claimed but more yeah. like you don't even like You've been to you've been together that long, and you can't even say that I'm your partner. I'm uh, it's significant other. You don't have to. You don't. You may not have to put a label. Like, you don't have to. Whatever. But you like, don't even have to comment on it, extensively. But like because you know the narrative of surrounding this, which also I feel like you know we shouldn't be expecting celebrities to let us into their lives. Yeah. But like. But you've been acting like a couple you've been but like you literally said i've never publicly been in a relationship it's chaotic to me that is chaotic statements that's also like that's fighting word never he quote unquote dated taylor what kendall jenner yeah camille rowe like all of these people and you've never been in a public relationship shoot um what else do we have oh uh florence's stylist pictures of her comet miss flo Mm mm-hmm their caption was Miss Flo, um, and that was the 
that's the best thing I've seen out of the whole Venice. Oh Festival. yeah, or the her, the team tried to get Harry to stand next to Olivia, and he basically shook his head and said no and didn't move. Yeah. Um, one of the Hollywood Reporter reviews says, "Don't about don't worry, darling. Florence Pugh and Harry Styles can't redeem Olivia Wilde's stale reality warped nightmare." Tea. Um, the girls took a picture without take or taking pictures about Olivia. Florence said on the red carpet, I think it's very inspiring when a woman says no when she fights back on and off camera. Because mm -hmm. cause what I've gathered from the movie. Oh, here's the, the feminist. Oh. I'm so, sorry. So I don't lose it. Um, interview. Do you think this film is a feminist manifesto? Everyone's kind of quiet. Chris says, there are certainly themes of power. Harry, the gender roles are very traditional and misogynistic. Gemma says, well, there are feminist strands. Meanwhile, Olivia is completely crafting this narrative around feminism, feminism, feminism. Yeah. I am baffled. I'm sorry. I've had no, a ha That's okay. So, um, so what I've gathered from the trailers is that all of these people, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Nick Kroll, Gemma, Florence, Olivia, they this, all like, live in this su suburb in the middle of the desert. Like, utopia society. Yeah. They're, um, and there's some secret project that Chris Pine is working on. And getting everyone to be a part of. And he's getting all the men to work on it. And this is, like, set kind of, you know that scene in Edward Scissorhands, I think it's Edward Scissorhands, when everyone, like, all the men back out of the driveway at one time and mm -hmm. all file down the street? Yeah, there's that that's, scene. Yeah, that's... And, like, the women are home, and, and they're, they're, doing, they're, they're cleaning the they're house. They're preparing meals, whatever, and yeah. they're doing whatever. So, and then we start getting to the point where Florence's character is... Investigating. Like, what, what do you really know about this victory project? It's, like, questioning. Yeah. And then we see, like, a car chase, and we see her on this... Her and Harry fighting. Yeah, and we see, like, all of this stuff, but none of it at all is giving feminism it's giving this female is unless the only thing that we're considering feminism is her in this 1950s 1960s yeah. era stepping out of the traditional role and being like no i'm gonna say something yeah but like still, still not, enough. not enough yeah <laughs> not enough to weave your whole your view whole, and your whole stand. narrative about the movie yeah about being about feminism oh and then one of these tweets is Olivia. She was so proud of herself for that. I think the internet is sufficiently well-nourished line. And then the silence and Harry laughing. It's so unserious. And that's when, that's her commenting about at, at the that's her commenting about the beef at the um, Venice the panel. Yes. Um, this guy who was a critic says um, he'll, he'll be an easy and obvious target but Harry Styles is far from the worst thing about Don't Worry Darling. Um, let's see. Y'all need to read this. So, Venice and on here. <laughs> I was at the premiere just for the beginning and the end, and it was, in my colleague's opinion, the most awkward one we've ever worked. And we probably worked more than 200 between the two of us. The cast walked in without much fanfare while guests were still being seated, which is unusual. There was an award being given to the costume designer and the side of the gallery where the crew was seated was lighter for that than them for the film the costume designer gave a very nice thank you speech to olivia and it seemed like things were going to go well for her but by the time we came back the vibe in the room was completely different it was one of the shortest applauses we've ever seen with the fact that florence just started to walk away about two minutes in 
being the complete kiss of death. I am flabbergasted that a room full of fans and crew was so cold when it came to the end. Like, that is the most forgiving room you'll ever screen your film for. I guess they were picking up on the awkwardness of the cast vibes, which was palpable. My colleague called it the cringe miss. As far as Olivia interactions go, the one where they briefly whispered behind Chris's back was literally the only one before and after the film. I was standing where I could see her directly and my girl was trying, but Harry was literally saying hello to anyone who would look his way rather than locking eyes with her. I saw them standing before the screening and they were in a separate groups. I'm sure they must have interacted, but it definitely was not date night. Some of the Italian girls saying, as working as ushers were saying, we should try, he's obvious single or something like that Please. um the nick kiss they did that because in the opening scene of the characters joke kiss in the same way we all know he would have picked chris come on who by the way was high as an effing kite which i don't know he might have just been fed up and done with it because the whole time he's Nicole? no chris he's oh, rolling chris his eyes yeah. and he's in general the well, film is the talk of the town but the old motto of olivia's namesake about all press being good press doesn't really apply here she made such a spectacle of this, and the film doesn't really hold up. And all everyone's talking about is how insane this Rolla has been. Her and Harry are the ones that are coming out of this worse, and I'm so happy that he has my policeman coming out soon, because otherwise I fear his acting career might have not have the longevity that we all hoped for. I think, I don't know, I think everything has kind of been handled childishly. Also, which could, we could discuss the fact that um, someone I know on Twitter says, everyone praising Florence for not attending stuff just to throw shade at Olivia. Don't think Flo's doing her career a disservice. It's her movie. Was her time to shine. And regardless of what happened behind the scenes, she should be seizing her moment. The only one who loses here is Flo. Which I could understand. I can understand it. Yeah. Because all the drama. She hasn't said anything. Which, you know, could. the beginning. It, of the, the thing. It could be just because they're being like, don't say anything. But, like, it could be either way. People can take this either way. People can be like, no, she needs to be silent. She's doing the right thing. Or it could be like, she needs to take this opportunity because it is her accomplishment. Yeah. She, people say she literally is so captivating in this role that it is like Midsommar par of her acting. acting. So it's just like, she should be taking this moment as hers yeah but also she should be she could be so fed up with this she wants nothing to do with it anymore i mean she's she's been having to deal with everything behind the scenes for two years now yeah at this point when it's like you know this is supposed to be the actor's times to like have fun and really well by have fun i mean do press conferences and interviews yeah. and stuff which definitely probably is not fun but this is their time to really kind of relive it all you know and there's been so much talk about her and whatever I, I would i would definitely probably be over it at this point too yeah i can't blame her you know it's it's really crazy and i i think that is the bulk of it all there were um, also claims that florence was like had directed scenes because olivia was so distracted olivia was not i don't know that could be very much like, speculation yeah. alleged um, like I said, all of a lot of this is alleged mm-hmm. stuff, um, but it's crazy. Yeah, it's literally crazy. Um, I want. What was I gonna look up? Oh, I want to look up the reviews. Please, 
Give me a Rotten Tomatoes. So did you know, which, if this is wrong, someone correct me because I'm not like a big like movie critic understanding, but that Rotten Tomatoes is how all the critics agree. So like a 50% means that half the people agree that it's good or half, and then the other half agree that it's bad. It's not that like people thought it was a 50 out of 100. It's how all the critics that rate it view the movie. So like if you're at a 90%, it means 90% of the critics thought the movie was well. I didn't know that. Which could not be true. It's just, I saw this. And I was well, like... Well, I guess people base it out of 100 because that's what it is. So, like, 98% of the people who watched Get Out or um, Us. Yeah, nope. I, no, I don't know that... One no, of Jordan Peele's movies. Yeah, it's um, it's <laughs> Get Out or, or, or Us. But one of them got, like, a 98%. Mm. Which, I mean, if... Like, if you take any percentage and obviously make it out of, like, you say 100 people, 98 people. So here are some critic things. Um, this one gives it a C-. minus. I don't. I actually don't know how Rotten Tomatoes, like, website works. Don't worry, darling, might have passed as mildly pro provocative in the 90s before Truman opened the escape door and Neo took the red pill. But Wilde's film grasps these de these ideas to a pedestrian "you go girl" template that sadly feels all too basic in its feminism. Period. Anyway, also um, people had a lot to say about Rotten Tomatoes because it is like only white men. Yeah, this is a woman. Auntie. Um, which I mean, it's very true. Featuring a knockout performance from Florence Pugh, who steals the show like a repo man at 5 a.m., Don't Worry Darling works up a substantial amount of goodwill, but the resolution is predictable. Um, Don't Worry Darling glides along its jumble of repurposed elements and lively enough harmony until it's time to knuckle down and really get into what's happening to Alice. It's then that the screenplay begins to falter and as does Wilde's direction. It has immaculate production and costume design beneath its polished very stylish outer sheen though it is as hollow as the lives of its pampered up um but empty-headed pr protagonist olivia Wilde's stylishly rendered but muddled domestic horror is saved by another show-stopping performance by florence Pugh. while don't worry darling isn't that bad it's also not very good um so it sounds like it's like a mid-level movie at this point yeah it's very much sounding, too, that, like, My Policeman, which, you know, I told you about the book. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, just a book that is so... I very much understand, like, why Harry feels so passionate about this book. Yeah. Because I, like, love this book. Like, have sobbed to this book. It's so moving. And it's just... it It's... It, it, it sits heavy on your chest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is gonna... That's gonna be the real, like... No, I'm not saying, like, Oscar, but, like, He's real. Make a break. Yes, and I just kind of feel like, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Like, um, reviews are mixed bag, but don't worry, darling, reviews are a mixed bag. But critics agree Florence Pugh is a standout. Um, always is. Always is. Um, I want to see... About specifically Harry. Please. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt me. I know. Because well, people were saying that that one. Because there was one clip of him um, having an argument with 
Florence's character. I think what it's going to be like is it's really, I saw someone talking about this, which I could understand, because he is, you know, a, not really an actor first. Mm -hmm. It's like he, he kind of always looks like, and I don't want to go in with preconceived notions, but I also don't want to go in blindly biased mm -hmm. because I love Harry. Um, that he's, it always, like, you know when you are watching an actor and it does look like they're waiting for their next line? Yeah. It, someone said it feels like that. Mm. Which is, like, not the worst acting. They're like, he's not bad. Yeah. But he's not Florence Pugh. And like I said earlier, and what, like, Liz was saying, too, it's going to be hard to do so well standing next to Florence Pugh. Yeah. And so I'm going to take that narrative and continue with it. Because... And that is what I'm going to base it off of. Because we cannot compare him to Florence. Yeah. We can't compare her to the likes of Midsommar and Little Women. Mm -hmm. Like, those amazing roles that she's been able to capture. Like, her as Amy March in Little Women. Yeah. Literally moving. When she gives the speech about, like... No, she is not going to marry for love because she's a woman and she will never have money of her own. Literally moving. Mm -hmm. Talk about a feminist film. Literally. <laughs> so, literally this has been an hour and almost ten minutes of us talking about Don't Worry Darling. A little bit of our um, New York, my New York travels and what we've been up to, but... Well, there was a, there's like been a lot that's been going on. And it's, I don't know, like... We shall have more say, say about it. Yeah. I mean, we'll see the film in a couple in a couple of weeks. And, and anything else that comes out between now and then, we will talk about when we see the film. And Olivia still hasn't been at any of the shows, which she could just be doing, like, you know, promo stuff. And But, like, you know, like, not that I care. I just wish he was dating someone that was not so problematic and icky. And maybe let's not date a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. A public white like Like, let's not... Because so many of them in public are just, like, that have this level of fame to them. We're terrible. They're terrible. Yeah. Not that other people aren't, but, like, golly, Harry. You date me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think I can handle it. Oh, his, God. His fans would, would bully me. That's, you know. It's you know, I could go to so many Harry shows, though. Talk about six. Siri probably could not handle it. Well, I don't think I'd go as crazy because, you know, I have to, like, I'd have to calm down. You'd you have know? to have rehearse to, like, your soft smile. <laughs> if y'all can see me right now. Siri's, like, giddy over here. But, I don't know. Like, I've always thought about, like, what happens if I did date a celebrity? <laughs> me sitting in my apartment. college apartment. Kicking your feet in your bed. Alabama. Yeah. Like, me, like, hmm, what would happen? And then, like, <laughs> I would get bullied immediately and mm. delete all social media. Oh, I think I would immediately delete everything. Gone. The first time that I got spotted, gone. That's it. Peace out. No, no before I even get spotted, like, we're talking, gone. Literally. Before you even know about me, you gone. You text me? You're deleting your social media now? Yeah, out the window <laughs> the phone goes. <laughs> like, I mean... I think I'd rather... I love Harry... But, like, I feel like I'd have a, like, I wouldn't have as bad of a time if I dated Glenn Powell. Because, like, I'm saying, though, I think I'd have more fun. I don't know. I'm not going to say that because I love them both. But, like, um, at least Glenn Powell, Powell fans probably wouldn't bully me. Like, Harry yeah. fans might harass me. Might. They will. They'll say some Which, ugly things and, about me. Dude, people are so mean. So mean. Back, back to the literal first episode. Just be nice. Literally, just be nice. <laughs> like that is all you have to do. It literally be nice. is. 
Like, mind your own business. Be nice. Don't talk nasty to people on social media. Do you know how many people have had messaged me about all of this stuff? And I'm like, don't worry. We're going to cover it in the podcast. So you better listen. And there you go. There's your one hour and... 11. Your one hour long recap of all of this. Don't worry, darling. And our opinions on it. Yeah. Which... You know, I hope it comes off as, like, you know, I very much love Harry, but it's not too, like, biased or too much, like, man, this girl just loves Harry Styles. I do not like Olivia Wilde. No, 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 me. (laughs) Us going to court, defamation of character, slander. These are all just opinions, (laughs) and none of this that is fact, concrete fact by any means. It's all alleged. Just in case we have to go to court with Olivia Wilde. I think Olivia has bigger problems than us (laughs) to worry about. I think first she needs to worry about her own love life and her kids. Go pick your kids up from school, Olivia. Okay, but let's... Do we we even start that conversation? Okay, I know you said this. I get it. I understand. Women can be separated from their kids and, like, live... Women are allowed to be other things than wives and mothers. No, that is true. But... I understand. I do. I get it. Go. <laughs> how many concert? How many Harry concerts did she go to last year? Girl, I don't even know. All of the ones in the states. Um, a lot. Almost. Um. A majority a, of them. Much of them. Much, more. Go pick your kids up from more school, than sixty percent. Yeah. Quit partying like you're because let, because we're not going to praise men for doing their parental duties. No, Jason Stick is. I mean, well, I mean, we don't know what he's up to. He's been doing the day, the thing, I guess, taking care of them kids. <laughs> Okay, congratulations. Like, you know, like... Also, Do you think the kids call Harry, like, Harry or stepdad? Ew. Considering he's never been in a public relationship. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Mr. Styles? The other... Oh, probably Mr. Styles. Mr. Harry? Well, I don't know, because, well, like... Hello, what, mate. Are, like, <laughs> Sorry, that came out. Hey, Abby. <laughs> My name's like, Abby. What are the... I don't know... Because it's like, I don't know, just in terms of, like, Mr. Style. Like, is that, I don't know, is that, like, a... What? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm I don't like, know what you're trying to say. You just keep saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What? <laughs> Quit screaming at me. <laughs> you're screaming at them. You're not even screaming at me. That's true. Sorry, guys. That's directed towards Elizabeth. Them literally turning their car volume. They're like, like, man, they're loud today. <laughs> no, just, you know how... In the South, it's like, you say... Yes, ma'am, no, sir. Ma'am. Well, in the North, they don't. It's offensive. I know. So, like, is that... Is that what it is in Britain? Like, is it offensive um, to call them, like, mm. hello, sir? Hello, they mate! Say, they say sir, don't they? Say yeah, but, like, ma'am. yes, sir. No, sir. Um, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Well, and that's why, like, in California, is Jason Sudeikis te- teaching his kids how to, like, <laughs> to talk to Harry and Mr. Styles, or is it Harry? Uh, he might hate. That's that's the man your mom is sleeping on the side. <laughs> I'm talking bad about him. I want to know what he did. What Jason did? No, no. What Harry did? Like, oh, like his role in the whole thing? Yeah. Because we're getting everyone else. I need someone. Well, actually, because then people are gonna hate him. Also, um, can we like you know how like when celebrities start getting overexposed? I'm scared that people are going to get tired of him. Like, not me. Yeah. 
other I people. It. I get it. Yeah. Like, I don't want people to start being mean to him for no reason because that's what happened to Taylor and Taylor Swift's over party was trending and then she went away and I can't have that. Harry also doesn't really have a huge social media presence. That's true. He doesn't really say much. Yeah, he's like he's so unserious. He's really radio silence most of the time. He's so unserious. Team is posting like images from a concert. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's true. And but like this is overexposure. Yeah, this could be enough. I don't know. Sleep, Harry. Take a nap. I think also we saw a lot of it like from. I don't know. I feel like you're really not into this drama unless you are a Harry stan. That's true. Anybody, give us a comment on... If you don't follow Harry however as closely... However exposed he is. Like, how much are you getting? Yeah, like, what do you know? Like, how much or do you like, see him in like, what did you know before? Or, like, how much, how much of everyday, like, in your everyday life are you seeing him? Yeah. Because I just feel like because we are following it as close as we are, yeah. like, we feel like it's... A lot happening. And I feel like it's a lot as someone who literally consumes Harry Styles content every day of my life. But, like, what about people who don't watch movies? Or, like, who don't uh, watch Harry Styles? They just, like, watching the Anyways. Movies? But don't worry, darling. It's coming out. And we're going to go. We are going to go. We're going to go. And you guys can come with. Just give it to us a text. You guys should go and then tell us how you thought. Tell us what you thought about it. Yeah, but don't, be, don't bully him. Or if he's really bad, bully him. I don't know. Don't. Just be like, oh, not his best. Maybe we'll see what he does next time. But bully Olivia Wilde. If he's bad, bully him. No. It's like saying we're going to bully Glenn. If Glenn's bad in devotion, I'm going to bully him. Those are fighting words. You better take them back. If Glenn <gasps> is bad. Wait, I'm going to start saying stuff about Justin Quinn. And when he's bad, you can say shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's a lie. You know that's a no, lie. You Your heart could not take it. If I started smack talking on Joseph Quinn and how his Listen. performance was bad, you would be like, mm, 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 mm. wasn't bad, so you can't say that. Exactly. All right. But, okay, but if Glenn's performance was bad in Top Gun, then it was bad. But it wasn't. No, he ate. But if it's bad in devotion and he doesn't eat in devotion, he won't eat. Well, the possibility that he doesn't. One percent. Less than that. The chances are low. But never zero. zero. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Anyway, alright. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.